welcome to Enter the Glory Zone with me, Dr. Edith Davis on 94.1 FM Wave 94. Listeners and spiritual believers, we are going to continue to unpack this word of God doing good for evil. Now, I just have to let you guys know, being in the um, the role, the anointed role of teacher, is that you are tested on everything that you teach. So I knew, I had already been tested earlier, but I knew that I would get more testing, and I did all last week. You know, I um, actually did a favor for someone who had done evil to me, and I basically, you know, like it never happened, you know, and um, I I did the favor. It was not an easy thing, but I did it because you do good for evil. And I also saw an individual um, that did me grave a grave disservice and I smiled and I waved at them which you know was a lot <laughs> so um, and I pray for the, these individuals and I pray that that God will send laborers along their paths and that um, good things will happen to them and for them and so um, doing good for evil, is um, is a very, very, very powerful spiritual principle. And if you turn yourself, release yourself to the Holy Spirit and trust God that He will repay and not that you're wishing evil or harm on anyone, um, doing good for evil is a very, very, powerful, um, I guess, weapon, if you want to think about it like that, because it is. It's a spiritual weapon. And Jesus, the Christ, our Lord and Savior, was magnificent in this role of doing good for evil. Matter of fact, my Godfather and I were, we only recall there's maybe, I mean, maybe probably more than one incident, but the one that we both remembered um, was when Jesus went up to the Mount of Transfiguration and he took Peter, James, and John and he went up and transfigured and ended up talking with Elijah and Moses. And this was a magnificent experience, a, a hilltop experience. And he came down from the mountain and there was waiting for him this man with his son who was demonically possessed and the disciples were unable to cast the demon out. And Jesus, in frustration, said, "Um, how much longer am I going to have to deal with you guys? And I think, you know, that was the only time that I, that Jesus was frustrated. And, but on that cross, Jesus clearly said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. That is, I mean, and he gave up his life. He gave up his blood, every drop of his blood. 
He gave it up for each and every one of us. He gave it up for the world. He gave it up for mankind. He gave it up for all creation. A lot of people don't realize this, that God, Jesus, is not just coming back for people. He's coming back for the entire planet. He's redeeming this entire planet, planet Earth. And um, so it... It's a very powerful, and Stephen, Stephen, when he was being stoned to death, he looked up into the heavens and he saw Jesus. And the the normal posture for Jesus in heaven is seated at the right hand of the Father. But Peter, I mean, not Peter, but Stephen actually saw Jesus standing up, welcoming him into the kingdom. And he said, Father, don't hold this. This this um, wrong, this 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 sin, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. So, why is it so important that as a mature Christian, that you do good for evil, right? Because once again, we want to uh, exemplify. Jesus Christ, we want to exemplify Daddy God, our Father, Yahweh, Yuhei, we want to exemplify the Lord God, Holy Spirit. We want to be of like mind. We want to be of a like spirit. And it is when we're in this posture of doing good despite evil, where the power of God can come forth and turn things all the way around, which is an example of what I cited um, in the earlier broadcast, the young man that shot and killed the church members and he tried to cause a race war and the individuals um, stood before him and forgave him and said that they loved him with the love of Christ Jesus. That was supernatural. And that's what my whole point to to do good for evil is a supernatural phenomenon. It is not natural. And we must um, surrender ourselves to the Holy Spirit and we must surrender ourselves to Christ Jesus. We must surrender ourselves to Daddy God, our Father Yahweh, Yuhei We must surrender ourselves and place ourselves under the word and recognize that we can never know the hearts of men and women. Only God can know the heart. And we must trust him in the case of when we're dealing with um, individuals who have done um, evil against us versus good. So, um, so doing um, good for evil. It is so apparent. You know, I know children are very, um, very forgiving, and and children are so malleable, so trainable, and. It's amazing how a little child can be wounded and hurt and uh, and then turn around the next minute. You are, they loving on you, kissing on you. You maybe just gave them a spanking, you know, because uh, they were out of order. And they turn around and they, you know, kiss you, right? Or love on you and say, I love you, mommy. I mean, that just melts your heart. And so God the Father, you melt 
God the Father's heart when you choose to do good for evil. And it is, and it is these individuals that want to make the ultimate sacrifice and do good for evil that Daddy God, Abba Father, Yahweh, Yuhei Vahe, um, basically uses those individuals for his, his, his most um, precious and important tasks, such as Joseph. You know, out of all his brothers, God chose Joseph because he could see Joseph's heart and he could see that it was a heart that he could train to do good for evil because he needed Joseph to do good for evil so that Judah would not be destroyed, so that the line the line of Jesus Christ would be preserved and the Messiah would be able to enter the earth through the wound of a woman. Doing good for evil. You know, I, I just am in awe and amazed more and more. I think about our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus and, you know, what he did, what the Father did, what the Holy Spirit did. I mean, this is amazing. The, the second part of the Godhead, you know, basically um, gave up everything not well not gave up cuz i mean he could always go back and and take his position in the second part of the god so he didn't give it up but he was willing for a season to step down from all his authority all his power jesus only his power came from the power of the holy spirit so basically jesus decloaked himself of his deity he came down and Basically lived among us And this is an awesome thing Can you imagine This is God who's omnipotent Omnipresent Omniscient Omnipresent means He can be ubiquitous He's everywhere Right In everything And he confined himself To a wound of a teenage Jewish girl The word was confound Confined to the wound of a teenage Jewish girl from omnipresent to uh, to this ultimate limitation. And then the word that God, the word confined himself to human flesh. Can you imagine this? This omnipotent, omnipresent, omniscient. And then he surrendered his will to the will of the Father and to the will of the Lord God, Holy Spirit. So he, and he clearly stated it. He only did what he saw his father do. He only said what he heard his father say. Uh, he lived and breathed the will of the Father and the will of the Holy Spirit. And there was only one um, dissonance, I guess, a moment, I guess, in his life where it is talked about in the Bible, which was in the Garden of Gethsemane, where he, I mean, he was a hundred percent man. He didn't want to die. He knew what was ahead of him. He knew about the, um, the pressure that, um, that he was going to be going through. He knew 
the pain that he was going to suffer. He knew this. And he he begged the Father. He begged the Lord God. He said, is there any way that I can have this cup, this baptism, pass me by? And the Father said, no. He had to have the blood because of his holiness. God had to have the blood, his his blood, because it was the blood of the Father that was in the blank, the, the veins of Yahshua Mashiach, Christ Jesus. And so Jesus suffered all this evil, people lying on him. All he did was good from the time he came out the womb, pretty much, till until he was crucified. Jesus did good. And he 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 raised people from the dead. He fed 5,000. He healed the sick. He healed the leper. He forgave the adulterous woman and saved her from being stoned to death. He, he permitted this woman to touch the hem of his garment. The Roman centurion, he healed his servant. He wasn't even in the family. And the, the Seraphonician woman, he healed her daughter and cast out the demons. He did nothing but good. He did nothing but good. And his repayment was to be ridiculed. His own creation punched him in the stomach, plucked his beard out. His own creation put a crown. And these thorns, when you start, you guys need to understand about the crown of thorns. We're not talking about these little bitty thorns that you see on rose bushes. These were like huge spike-like thorns, two or three, maybe even four inches long, wrapped up in a wrapped up and put into his his head where blood was dripping down from his temple and his forehead and the back of his head. Blood gushing out of his scalp. The, evil. The same people said yeah, Hosanna, Hosanna, save us, the Lord, the Lord, our Savior. Let's turn around, fickle people, <laughs> two-faced people, turn around and say, crucify him, right? The same, this is the Jesus that that had basically all the skin taken off of his back by a whip that had pieces of bone and steel Tied into it so they could rip the skin off his back. Most people died from this whipping. And you could actually see muscles and his bones, right? Then this Jesus, talking about evil, this Jesus, you know, had to carry his cross up to Golgotha, Calvary, the the, uh, mount, the skull, the mount, the skull, I think it's called the mount or the skull mountain or something like that. But anyway, Galgotha, Calvary, he takes his, he had lost so much blood that Simon, uh, I believe that he was of African descent, that some many say, and he had to help Jesus carry his cross or he would have died before he got to be crucified. And he laid on this cross, laid on this cross, and they put 
not no little bitty nails. I'm talking about railroad spikes into his wrist, into his feet. And people don't understand, but the crucifixion was like suffocating on your own bodily fluids. And every time you try to lift yourself up to get a breath in your lungs, there's excruciating pain. So you got to decide, do you want the pain or do you want to get one, one last breath of oxygen before you die? And then these two guys, and then they, not only the, the, the crucifixion was the most humiliating out of all the ways to die. Paul, who was a Roman citizen, didn't have to be crucified. They beheaded Paul. That was more honorable than the crucifixion. So not only did he was went through excruciating pain, but excruciating humiliation. The people spat on him. And then he got mocked by the people that he was trying to save. If you are the son of God, that was Satan once again entering into the bodies of the Pharisees. If you are the, if you are the son of God, get down from this cross. And then he had two thieves. He not only was, was crucified, but he was crucified with criminals. He wasn't even, this is God. God the son. Two criminals. And one of them said, you skip. Get off this cross and save us and save you too, right? And he was mocking him too. But the other thief says, this man is innocent. We deserve to be here. But he does not. This Jesus was innocent, falsely accused, right? Put to death for something. It was, it was a kangaroo court. It was a setup. And yet he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Doing good for evil. He said to John, Mary, woman, now this is your son. He made provisions for his mother at the cross. Under all this excruciating pain, he told John, John, now this is your mother. He told his mother, Mom, now John is your son. And John took care of Mary for the rest of her life. Um, the Catholics um, believe that she ascended into heaven like Jesus, the Christ. Um, so that's, but it's amazing. It's amazing um, that... The power of doing good for evil. And to let you know how powerful that is, because Jesus, Yeshua Mashiach, Christ Jesus did this, the whole entire planet, earth, humans, plants, animals, water, the environment, the air, the oxygen, everything was redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Redeemed and saved Because he practiced Doing good For evil Can you imagine The world That you will um, Basically um, Overtake The worlds that That you will um, Turn upside down When you do good For evil you know, I have had a lot of interesting things happen to me, and God has been working on me um, to 
do good for evil. One of the first things, and it was a um, that I learned, and this was when I was working for Harley Davidson in the '90s. I was the head of their training program in the '90s, and I learned um, to love my enemies, and that was a very hard lesson. But the Holy Spirit coached me, and you know, he and I was malleable. I was teachable. And I, I, there was a tremendous amount of great things, a lot of gifts um, that I received by loving my enemies. As a matter of fact, God the Father and God the Son and God the Holy Spirit would have a, sometimes because I would love someone who was an enemy, the enemy, there was a gift inside that enemy that was very beneficial. Inside that enemy Which was very beneficial to me And I would have never received that gift If I had not loved my enemies So I learned um, That there are very special um, Bonuses um, From the Father When you when you walk in His word When you believe His word When you trust Him With your pains With your hurts With your disappointments You trust Him and when you do that, that's just it's some awesome things come out of that. And now I'm I'm walking in um, doing good for evil. I never forget um, an individual had done me a tremendous harm, you know, and 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 had hurt me in a tremendous way. And I was asked to be on this committee to decide whether or not this individual will become a professor emeritus, which is a very high honor. And I was selected because I was selected because the people knew that I would do good for evil. And it was my my vote could have stopped this individual from becoming professor emeritus. But I voted yes. Why? Because I firmly believe in doing good for evil. And also, one incident cannot wipe out a whole lifetime of work that individuals have done. It's not right, nor is it fair. So I had no problems voting for this individual to be professor emeritus, right? And I um, watch and I see maneuverings of uh, people all the time. And I am just amazed at how the um, how when I decide to obey the word, even when it's the most costly, it's the most costliest for me and the most painful for me. Um, that there's, if I can just make it through that, on the other side is tremendous, tremendous rewards. Tremendous, tremendous, um, blessings when you do good for evil. I, I, I look for, I look for the other tests now. If, um, if hopefully there won't be any more, but if there are, please everyone pray for, Dr. Edith Davis and that I will pass the test and do good for evil because it is not natural. The natural tendency for for man, for men and women, for mankind 
is to want to hurt people that hurt you or maybe not hurt them, but you sure don't want to help them. How about that? How about that? Some people say, well, I'm not going to do anything against them, but I'm not going to lift a finger to do anything for them. Well, that's not doing good for evil. You got to step up. You must do good for evil. And I guarantee you, if you will walk in this word of doing good for evil, you will you will reap tremendous benefits because first of all, you will be you will look like Christ Jesus, our Savior. You will look like Daddy God, our Father Yahweh, Yehovahe, our God, our Father. You will look like Lord God, Holy Spirit, our Teacher, our 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 Comforter. Right. So instead of looking like the enemy, you will look. Good. You will look very good. So, do good for evil at all times. And remember, the antidote is in Romans, I think, Romans 12, 17 through 21. And this is the antidote scripture. When you're struggling to do good for evil, go, repay no one evil for evil. But take thought for what is honest and prosper and noble, aiming to be above reproach in the sight of everyone. If possible, as far as, let's see, as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave the, leave the way up open for God's wrath, for it is written, Vengeance is mine. I will repay. We quite says the Lord. But if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him drink. For by so doing, you will heap burning coals upon his head. So do not let yourselves be overcome by evil, but overcome master evil with good. So, once again, you can master evil. You can rule over evil if you will just surrender your emotions, surrender your feelings, surrender your will, surrender, surrender your mind, your intellect, surrender it all to the Father, surrender it all to the Son, Christ Jesus, surrender it all to the Lord God, Holy Spirit. And let God's word rule and reign in your life. Be led by the Lord God, Holy Spirit. Go up, up, up to the supernatural level and basically do good for evil. And you will see tremendous things done through the hand of God because he's a, you are in a vessel that he can trust. You are a vessel like Joseph who ended up saving the whole nation of Israel. And by the way, other nations, the Gentile nations were saved also by Joseph. Egypt was saved also by Joseph and other nations came and were able to get grain and were able to survive all because of a man who surrendered his mind, surrendered his will, surrendered his emotions. He didn't do evil when his brothers 
threw him in the cistern. He didn't do evil to Potiphar's wife or say anything evil, even though she had done evil to him. He didn't do evil to the wine taster who forgot about him. He did good. He did good. He did good. And because of that characteristic, God could trust him to save the nation of Israel, to preserve the bloodline for Christ Jesus to be born from Mary's wound and his stepfather, Joseph, as his guardian. Wow. He could trust him. He could trust his only begotten son, Christ Jesus. He could trust him to save the entire world, to save planet Earth with this surrendering of his will in that garden that day. Jesus, even though there was some dissonance, even though there was a struggle, even though he didn't want to do it, in the end he said, not my will, but thy will be done. He surrendered. He surrendered it all. He surrendered it all to the Father. He trusted his daddy. He trusted Abba. He trusted Ruha Kadash, Lord God, Holy Spirit. And he died for us all. And because he forgave everyone, even the man that put the spear in his side at the end. And the Romans, and you know what the Romans said, the Roman centurion said at the foot of the cross, he said, this was the son of God. Where did he get that? Where did that come from? This was a pagan. This was a Roman soldier who was assigned to crucify him. He watched Jesus die. He watched Jesus tell the thief, one of the thieves, today you will be with me in paradise. To tell John, take care of my mother. Mother, you are now in the hands of John. He watched Jesus say, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. He he watched it and when it was over, he said, this was the Son of God. Because no human being, it was not possible. It is not humanly possible to do good for evil. It's, in, it's not possible in the natural. He he basically demonstrated supernatural power by doing good for evil. And because of that, the entire planet Earth, every man, woman, and child was redeemed by his blood. Now, you with the caveat is this, you've got to receive it. You've got to receive it. And if you don't receive it, it's not God. It is you because God will not violate your will. Let us close this broadcast today with Romans 10, 9. That is, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Thank you for once again for joining me on 94.1 FM Wave 94, Enter the Glory Zone with Dr. Edith Davis.